Last time on Free Action Cry, our party found that they needed to get to the other side of Alovia. While crossing the river, they were met with a very strange salesman by the name of Fernando. Fernando sold them uh, some interesting cards that summoned some interesting items from the deck of interesting things. A Derp's original! Shortly after that, they found themselves in a tavern called the Salty Dog, which is in Freilion, the port city of Alovia. What fine mysteries await our fair adventurers? Let's find out. Welcome back to Free Action Cry. Last time we were playing, guys, uh, Vargan, you got tackled by a dog and you heard a, a, a loud, boisterous voice, if you will, just like, you know, shout toward the dog. Bar, put that down. You don't know where it's been. It's outside is what I've been, but whatever. It's a good dog. Yeah, I mean, he's not that dirty, mate. Can I, uh, can I pet your dog? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, are you not wearing pants? No, nah, he's straight up shirt cocking it. No, I'm a goat. Have you ever seen a goat wear pants? He just, like, you know, turns around, and he's got, like, a chalkboard that just says W-S-I-S, -S, and it's got, like, like, five or six tally marks. He just marks another tally mark down, puts the chalk down, turns around, and goes, Okay, so, I'm guessing y'all are new. <laughs> Can I take a guess at what that stands for? What? Weird shit I've seen. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he's like not wearing pants like an issue? He ponders for a brief thought, turns around again, and adds another tally mark. Guys, do I do I need to get pants? Uh I I mean I <laughs> Oh, I just. Do you have a penis? Yes. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. We should roll for that. Oh yeah, hog size. All right, rolling a d20. It's a seven. It's not that great. No, no not a d20. You roll me a d12. A d12, yeah. If you are a smaller race, you are going to half the number of your d12. You want a ten, my man. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I would like to remind you guys that I'm like seven and a half feet tall. Holy shit. Wait, what? You're what? What? Um, yeah. Have you ever I... seen like the cryptid, the the like goat man? Yeah, that that boy is tall. I always thought you were like four foot tall. Is that including the horns or no? No, that is not including the horns. Jesus fuck, so you're like eight foot tall oh with the God. horn. Yeah. I thought you were like four foot tall. <laughs> not even gonna cap right now. No, the uh the goat man is a tall fucking creature. Why did I give you a sword? You already come with a weapon built in. <laughs> <laughs> a lesser man would be knocking his knees, but unfortunately I'm just rubbing against my inner thigh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway. Uh I feel compelled to make art now. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. 
But am I a am, am I a grower or a shower? Oh my god! With one that big, you're a shower, my guy. <laughs> you can't you can't grow ten inches. Nope that thing just that thing just thickens up and gets a little harder. That's it. Jesus Christ! No, see he. Here's the thing, if that's a grower scenario, it just looks impressive, and then it gets, holy shit. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, wow, that's nice, and then I'm poking myself in the fucking chest with it. Good God, we are <laughs> earning that explicit tag today. Um, hey, uh, before we go any further, hey guys, uh, Reaction Cry is <laughs> an adult. <laughs> reaction Cry is podcast for children which is saying all these other babies out there know how cool they are for listening what's up you cool baby um hey kids you should pause the recording right now and ask your parents if you should be re- listening to this anyway and don't, and don't ask them what a hog is don't worry about it uh anyway moving on yes so is it like weird that i don't have pants i mean you're not the first guy i've seen without pants Probably not going to be the last, especially in this town. I'm going to be honest, though, with uh, with the amount of um, schmeat you are showing, you should probably start wearing pants. I thought it was like a territorial thing. We do actually have a tailor in town, if you guys are interested. Uh, I, yeah, I guess I have to go to the tailor? Bro, you would need, like, pants made specifically for people with two tails. Oh, he's very swift. Okay. Where in town is the tailor? It's actually really easy to get there. I would recommend, uh, because I I do notice, and just casual observation, you seem to have coin on you. Kind of keep that close. It's kind of a rough area out there. Uh, yeah. You mean snacks, right? Like, so... What? (laughs) Question. Um, whenever you say that, uh, we should keep our coin on us. Um, if somebody steals our stuff, what what can we do to them legally? Um. Well, and he just kind of like you know leans in a little closer. He goes, "Remember, it's not illegal if you don't get caught." And he kind of oh like, man. <laughs> no, there's there's no way that the amount of screaming that person will be doing, I'm not going to get caught, or I'm going to definitely be getting caught. Um. Well, honestly, the law around here tends to be kind of almost an eye for an eye. Like, I'm pretty sure I heard about a guy getting his hand cut off for stealing shit, but you also gotta remember, most of the people that steal shit are also pretty fucking fast. I ripped a guy's arm off. Yeah, our, our plan is usually to dismember the person who decides they want to steal from us and then watch as they bleed out slowly. So, is that something that your, your uh, enforcements will have an issue with? I mean, if you can prove that he was stealing from you, well, then they just call it their job done. Is a thief food? I mean, if you really want to eat something that's tainted like that, sure. Yeah, I've been curious about that, Mr. I'm just going to say goat man, because I haven't learned your name yet. Very, very rude of me. Sorry. I'm Steven. Steven Darlak. I am the bartender of this here fine establishment. Oh. Welcome to the Salty Dog. Uh, I'm I'm Pinecone. Uh, Hello, Pinecone. Not like, not like a pinecone. That's my name. I'm, I'm pinecone. Yes. Hello. I kind of assumed that. I, I figured weird looking guy probably comes with a weird sounding name. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, his name is, uh, Vargan. And that's, that's like odd. 
the fuck's odd about Vargan? He looks over to Vargan and just gives him like a res- Hold on. I cannot believe I just rolled that. Kitty, your bad luck. Go away. He rolls a one to give you a respectable punch in the chest. So he punches me is what I'm hearing. No, no, no. no. Well, like he, he gives you a like, you know, the whole like orc respectful punch in the chest, but it feels like you've been hit by a child. <sighs> um. Oh, so so he said, th- OK, so he's trying to do like the I'm punching you in the chest as a sign of respect. OK, yes. he doesn't. I'm going to I'm going to outright say I don't know what you believe your culture would be. I'm just throwing that out as something he would do. Oh, no. I, and I'm, I'm very glad that you did. Uh, I'm going to look at him and just be like, do you have an issue with me? Or is this your, are you trying to fight me? Uh, because that limp wrist bullshit is definitely not going to fly. Uh, I got a 21 to hit. Fuck. Um, and I really, I really hope that Vevi like waited for that, that like, that my Vargan to finish that sentence. That limp wrist shit isn't going to work here. Bam. Well, I feel like, well, she was already mad because he talked shit about Pinecone's name and only she could talk shit about Pinecone's name. Um, And then she saw him very weakly punch Vargan and that shit don't fly. Um, Nobody messes with her boys. Uh, So (laughs) I'm going to flip this. Okay. I'm going to flip this coin. Okay. Heads. He laughs, even if he's bleeding. Okay. Also roll your damage. Uh, Tails, he gets knocked out. Oh, man. It's just, it's unarmed strike, so it's four damage. Okay. That's not enough to take him down. All right. I literally can't see what that is. Oh, that is heads. That is heads. There. He just starts laughing hysterically after you deck him in the face. Blood is gushing from his nose. Keep your fucking hands to yourself. Hey, um, I don't think we need to be fighting. We are here for, like, a thing, right? I forgot what thing, but I know we're here for something. Drinks, I would assume. You don't remember why we're here? Um, uh, something about a warehouse? I don't think, I don't think we warehouses. Oh, shit, hold on. Were you the team that Halson was expecting? Like, some shit got stolen from the warehouse down by the docks. I heard about that. If we weren't before, we definitely are now. Where are we going? Okay, well, I mean, I'd still recommend going to Swift's first. Maybe get him some hands. Um, but... I have the docks. <laughs> do you just, like, reach into your bag and just pull out that gnome's arm? Yeah. <laughs> he just, like, look, looks at you, looks at the arm... Walks behind the bar again, picks up the chalk, makes another mark. <laughs> um, I do have to add, uh, Vargan, your your name is kinda silly. Uh in Sylvan it means man who stare at vegetable. Vevi's gonna wave the gnome arm at Pinecone and be like, don't you start. Okay, you you realize that I I, I come from a family of farmers, right? Oh! So, like, that name would make sense. You are farmer. Bum, ba dum, bum, 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 bum. No, <laughs> I am not a farmer. My parents are farmers. I am adventurer. 
Well, I assume that my parents were goats, so I'm a goat. I don't see the difference. No, var- listen, Pinecone. Vargans into whore culture. I've heard about it before. Um, whore culture. Vargan will blush. Vargan will actively blush when you say that. I'm sure we can find a uh, an establishment uh, that will suit Vargan's needs like that, right? I don't, I don't need... I'm not, I'm, it's horticulture. Horticulture. Whore culture. Oh, horny culture. Hor- yeah. Oh, yeah. Horny culture. <laughs> so, um... Vargan's green skin is almost red at this point. Bevy's gonna just, like, grin and, like, punch his arm. <laughs> Hit all of you. As soon as you say, I'm sure we could find an establishment like that for Vargan, the bartender leans over and goes, Easily! Oh, uh, the bartender is offering you his services? No, 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 my boy. I'm just saying there's plenty of those around. What does the bartender look like? Uh, he is, uh, human. He is about six foot two. Kind of of tall for a human. (laughs) Oh, dunk. I'm sorry, a normie? Fuck that. (laughs) Yeah, get me with a tiefling. Dryad (laughs) girlfriend all day, every day. You lost me at human. On a love, you're going to see most of the uh, more common races. Elves, humans, halflings. Uh, in the mountains, you'll find the dwarves and the goliaths. It is rare to find, like, tieflings and other races. Oh yeah, I just thought of something absolutely dumb, and I feel like I'm not gonna remove this from the episode. If, um, Pinecone ends up, like, married and having children with a mermaid... The children will either come out completely normal or completely wrecked for the rest of their lives. Like, like a Capricorn. <laughs> actually, they will be Capricorns, yes. They will be Capricorns. They will just be Capricorns. Capricorn season, baby. They're, they're either going to be regular-ass humans or Capricorns. You know, Why would they, they have lo- to be Capricorns? Why couldn't they just be Capybaras? Oh, I don't think I'm gonna make it capybara. <laughs> All right, let's move on. So yes, where are you going? Are you guys uh, going to try and get directions to the warehouse? Do you want to go to the tailors? Um, I think I need to go to the tailor, and the warehouse district. Fucking episode nineteen. We're finally getting pinecone some pants. Yes, Ep- episode nine. I mean, I don't think we're gonna get him pants yet. It's gonna take a little bit for them to be made. Yeah, I know. Uh, Pinecone, I was thinking about this earlier. We have the four world-building episodes. We have the six intro episodes. We're technically on episode 19. So, so Stephen gives you directions to the tailor. It's actually not that far. It's maybe about a five-minute walk uh, away. We'll say west, just for fun. Just to add that in. So, as you arrive, you see a pretty nondescript building most of these shop buildings are very nondescript you can see like names scrawled across uh wooden boards above uh but uh once you find it you just see swift taylor that's all you say is there a front door or swift is it, taylor like, are you fucking kidding me derps oh you're welcome <laughs> is there a front door or is it like open uh there there is a door it is closed but you know there is a little sign that just says open Pinecone's gonna knock on the door. You just... And 
Nobody responds. Tangun's <laughs> gonna knock harder. <laughs> he might break this door. <laughs> Wait, are you? You want to try and do that, like accidentally? Yeah, I want to see if I accidentally break the door. Roll me a strength. Um. Yes. Uh. Uh. Well, I did roll a nat one. I don't know why it said ten. Rolling one d twenty plus three equals seven plus three. What? That didn't work out. I rolled a one. Okay. No, it says you rolled a seven. Yeah. So I did roll a seven. Yeah. So I got a ten. Okay. Yeah, you got a ten. Uh, it's a door. <laughs> it's, it's a, a door. wooden door. You knocked that shit down. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh. Um. I think it's time to just run away. Well, after you knock the door down, uh, inside you see a well-lit room. There are dresses, suits, there's mannequins, there's there's stuff hanging on the walls, like really nice fineries, etc., etc. You see uh, what appears to be a very finely dressed elf sitting behind, like, have you guys ever seen those old foot pedal sewing machines? Yes. Yeah, he's operating one of those. Alright. Just like, you know, going about his day, and his door just from the bottom just slams on the ground. He just looks up and goes, Okay. Can I help you? <laughs> Hi, I need pants. Also, sorry for the door. Uh, I tried knocking. He knocked it over with his 10 inch penis. Uh, as, you, as you can tell, we have a bit of a, a Schmidt situation here, and your door was not strong enough for the Schmidt to be used as a knocker. He just... Anyway, anyway can, I ha- can I please have one pants, please? No, so... it's single, it's single pant. <laughs> can I please have a uh, cocksock, please? Uh, he, okay, so have you ever seen, like, the old ladies like you know the well i never type fate like he's making that during this entire conversation and you would think living where he lives he should be used to this kind of shit right now but he's just like blushing beet red at the audacity of the things that you are saying of me saying schmeet yes like does he not like the term schmeet like the entirety of the conversation is just Oh my god, for him. Alright. So, he, does this mean that you will not make pant? I will make him pants quickly. <sighs> Wonderful! Thank you. Thank you. Matter, I, I, matter of factly, and he just like walks over, grabs some just random loose fabric, and just throws it on, like, it throws it at Pinecone, and just says, at least cover yourself up, man. Um, yes, I, I hold the fabric uh, up high, but it does not, like, cover all of it. <laughs> I'm, I've got it wrapped around, like, a like a towel. <laughs> hold on, hold on, like, the, the, okay, this is, like, a large piece of fabric. Like, yeah. blanket-sized fabric. Still not enough. Jesus, fuck. <laughs> you say blanket-sized, <laughs> I say throw-blanket-sized. Like a dish towel. <laughs> oh, Christ. Anyway, so after about 20 minutes of furious sewing. This man has made you a set of pants. And the funniest thing is, is he didn't even take your measurements. 
He just looked at you at a glance. And I'm actually going to roll to see how well they did. I really hope they get a one in the first thing that happens as he bends over. Did you get a one? Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, Is it a one? 20. Oh, it's a 20. 20. Damn. All right. Thank God. So those are magic pants. Yeah, what's the magical effect? They're like, they are tough skin blue jeans. The blue jeans, you could drag a kid down a gravel road and them bitches look brand new. Oh, man. I got some of those, like, I got some that my work gave me. Like yeah. those. Vargan really is from Texas. You know what? I will say that these do have a magical quality. They make your ass pop. Oh, my God. And they hide the dick. No, no there's no, no hiding that. They enhance the curve. <laughs> no fucking hiding that. Hey, everyone expects him to have a fucking scimitar in his fucking you, pants like a weirdo. You got some fucking David Bowie bulge going on from Labyrinth. Here for it. Here for it. I, I would prefer the the dodgeball bird bulge. <laughs> oh my, we're going to spend this whole episode talking about dicks. I hope you guys know that. I feel like we've already spent this entire episode talking about dicks, so it's really just going to be the rest of the episode as well. At this point, considering most of the conversations we've had, we've weeded out our audience, and the rest of the people are just, like, fucking here for it. Alright, well, Pinecone has his magic schlong schmeat pants. Pinecone has pants. You now have have two options, because at this point, it is getting quite late. Uh, I would say it would be close to around about, like, you know, 10, 11 o'clock at this point. Vevi does want to do something. But Derps, I sent you a message about it. Okay, I do see that you sent me a message. Let me just... Okay, did you want to take him aside to do that? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Then how do we want to play this out? Um... I will I will turn my... my um, I will deafen myself. And uh, I will just forcibly uh, make, like, disconnect Vargan. And you can give me a thumbs up. When you're ready. Vevi, I'll leave it to you. Vargan, mute yourself until Derps gives us a thumbs up. Deafen. Deafen, not mute, deafen. Hey guys, note from the editor. I forgot that I was going to be editing, so I'm just going to have to pretend like I didn't hear any of this. Who has the cloak? Uh, Vevi does. Okay. Alright, so how do you want to play that? Not, um, it's not, like, a a huge thing. She's just gonna ask him to, like, either take the patch that has the skull on it and put it on a cloak, or, um, make this one bigger somehow. Like, add more fabric to it or something. Okay, um, you do know who this, uh, entity is, correct? Yeah. Okay. Um, he's he's going to... As you hit, like, uh, are you just going to hand them the cloak? And are you trying to yeah. do this without them knowing? I mean, she's, like, not being, like, super sneaky, but she's not being obvious either. Okay. Hold on a second. Yeah, okay. Um. So, essentially, he looks... Roll me an insight check, actually. Oh, boy. Okay. It's an easy check. I got a 10. A 10 is definitely good enough to tell that he looks gravely concerned that you're in possession of them. Then she's just gonna slowly put it back in her bag and be like, LOL, JK. He's no, he's, he's gonna look at you and, and just, like, you know, quietly whisper, where did you get that? 
I found it. Was it on somebody? Yes. Actually, it wasn't. You just found it on the ground. No. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know who would have something like that? No, I just thought it was fucking cool. I mean, admittedly, yes, it is. Well, uh, really, my friend... My friend over there, she's going to, like, point to Bargain and be like, my friend thought it was cool, but, like, it didn't fit him. Um, I mean, for those who are into such things, yes, but you have seen the undead walking around, yes? Yeah, I fucking fought a whole army of them by myself, basically. Yeah, so the people who wear those cloaks are probably the reason that they're back. Well, yeah, no shit. I just like the symbol. It's cool. Yeah. I mean, that's the symbol of Miracle. I don't recommend anybody wearing that in the open. That's a good way to get yourself She's going to, like, frown and be like, could you, like, make a cloak that just has a skull that isn't associated with Miracle? I mean, yeah, something like that. It would take a little while. This is a custom order. It would obviously cost. And by the way, it's five gold for the pants. Ooh, you whore. Okay. Um, she's just gonna like... Like, how much would the cloak cost? Uh, cloak? Custom order? Probably ten? Per se? I think she would like not do that right now. Okay. Because I don't, I don't remember how much money she has, but I don't think a whole lot. Um... Hmm, I do know that the rest of the party does have gold, so you could probably borrow from them. She's not going to borrow for a gift. Like, just, she's not going to borrow money. I'm just offering suggestions. All right, I so, know, I know. So is, there, is, is there anything else you would like to discuss with him? Nah, she's just going to put the cloak back into her bag and, um, yeah, walk over to the others. Okay. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just realized that if I am the one who edits that, I'm going to know everything. But uh, I hope I'm not. (laughs) It's not for you. (laughs) It's not for me, so I will just promptly forget it like I do most things in my life. Hey, Vargan, you there? All right, just making sure you're back with us. So So, Pinecone has pants. Um, the, The tailor looks at everyone and goes, that would be five gold. I'll pay him five gold. He did make me magical pants to make my ass look thick. They're they're definitely apple bottom jeans, like the brand name. Apple bottom jeans, the boots with the fur. Once you say apple bottom jeans, I just imagine Pinecone like immediately tries to start eating his pants. <laughs> can oh, we no. name Can we name the episode Apple Bottom Jeans? Sure. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, uh, I I can fix your door. I think he he, he just kind of sighs and he he like gestures to the outside and he goes, "Have you looked around? This isn't the first time that's happened. It's honestly just annoying. I was surprised to see a goat man. Um, that's a, that's a new one for me. I'm sorry. No, but I think I can fix your door. Roll me. Hmm. What would that? I'm guessing sleight of hand. Are you trying to cure wounds the door? I'm gonna cure wounds the door. Okay. Do you straight up <laughs> like do you straight up do that? Yeah, I'm gonna like put the door back in its frame 
And then that, like, tickling that he's been feeling in his brain, he's gonna try to, like, he's gonna try to, like, harness that and try to, like, heal the door. Okay, hold on. Does it work? I just want to see something really quick. I can link the whole thing if you if you. Well, need. first off, knock off a spell slot. Uh, sure. Yeah, I did that. Okay. First and foremost, this is not a creature. So, you've wasted a spell slot. Okay. Um, you do make the... I'm just gonna say, like, the door itself looks nicer? Yeah, it kind of cleaned it a little. Yeah, like, you, you gave it a nice polish. Oh man, if you cure wounds on a piece of wood, does it become tree again? No, because it would technically be dead. You would have to do, like, revivify or something like that. Oh yeah, if I cast uh, resurrection on someone's leather armor, does yeah, no, the whole cow come back? There actually was a thing that me and a previous group did where when I was playing as a cleric, I cast on the druid speak with dead. He cast speak with plants and he spoke to the door. Oh, no. (laughs) That was a legit thing we did and it was hilarious. The DM was like, what? Yeah, that checks out, though. Speak with dead, speak with plants. I speak to a dead plant. (laughs) All righty. So Pinecone is kitted out. The tailor has his five gold. I'm just going to say that through hard work and teamwork, you guys do eventually like, you know, kind of get the door back on. Maybe not on the hinges, but at least kind of like propped up. <laughs> at least there's a door propped up where where it used to swing freely open. He'll probably fix it himself later. Like he's probably done numerous times. Hey, guys. It's not quite spring here in Texas, and you know what that means? It's hot during the day, it's cold at night. Welcome to the mid-roll. Don't worry, I set your car's heater to warm in the morning. I'd like to thank you all for being here, thank you for listening to the episode. We have so much fun recording it, we've got big announcements coming soon, but first I'd like to thank Lilith and Addy, our $10 Patreon tiers. Ta-da! Thank you so much. If you guys have noticed that you couldn't join the Discord linked in the show notes, well, I fixed all of that. I'm sorry it happened so late. Go ahead and try to join us again. A second bit of housekeeping that I'd like to do is I'm trying to put together a project where we take reviews for the show, and we're going to editorialize them and create an ad reel from them. You can get in on this in our Discord, and I would be so ever so thankful. Last thing I've got for you is our sponsor. We are once again sponsored by Huey's Dice, a good friend of ours, Houston. He makes custom dice with mini figures inside of them, ranging anywhere from $40 to $140, and they are just so beautiful. He also makes jewelry out of them, too. So, if that sounds like it's up your alley, check out Huey'sDice.com. That's H-E-W-Y-S-D-I-C-E dot com. Hueysdice.com. And if you check out and you use code FREEACTIONCRY, all one word, F-R-E-E-A-C-T-I-O-N-C-R-Y, you'll get 10% off that order, and you'll help us out a lot, too. I highly recommend this dice. I'm holding one right now. It doesn't have that weird hand-poured smell, and it's sparkling in the light, and I love it. Thank you so much to Huey. If you like what you've heard, you like what we do, you can help support us on Patreon or Redbubble. Links are in the show notes, and 
would be ever so thankful if you would cast your tithe into the donation plate. I think that's copyrighted. Who knows? Anyway, thanks for listening. So, since it is, like I said, getting to be on the later side, did you guys want to try going to bed, or did you want to see about heading to the warehouse? Or would you prefer to do that in the morning when the light is better? I, w- I want to go to the warehouse. You guys want to go to the warehouse now? Uh, I guess. Okay. So, um, after a little bit of wandering, you do end up in the lower district of the docks, and you notice that... We're all underwater, because it's the lower district. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no. no, so there is actually two tiers to the docks. You have the lower level where you would have uh, warehouse storage. Uh, most people would be like, you know, where, where you would moor the boats. A lot of it's like fishing vessels. Uh, you do see what appears to be one larger boat, um, if anybody wants to check that out at all. But mostly it just appears to be like fishing boats. Um, Pinecone's not gonna think to. I find myself curious about something. Is it sexuality? <laughs> no. After envisioning Pinecone in those pants, you are now having, uh, unclean thoughts. <laughs> the only way we can cleanse these thoughts is with fire and brimstone. And therapy. And therapy. Therapy is the important part, though. Uh, moving into our sponsor for this episode, BetterHelp. <laughs> uh, clean. <laughs> I'm going to delete that. Okay, so I, I'm going to actually describe this larger boat. Most of these smaller boats appear to be like, you know, small, maybe five men boats. They have a single mast and sail. Uh, they have maybe two to three oars that could stick out from the sides for rowing purposes. Uh, but the larger boat we would actually consider this to be what is known as a um, a topsail or a schooner. This is actually maybe two to three times the size of any other fishing boat. It has two masts, multiple sails, uh, what, what would be like, you know, anywhere between eight to ten oars that would come out of each side. It kind of sticks out like a sore thumb, but you don't see anybody near that boat. However, you guys are heading to the warehouse. That's a big boat. Yes. That boat looks like it could hold a lot of stuff. I bet there's good stuff on it, too. Do you think there's ale on it? Oh, definitely. There's definitely ale on the boat. Bevy starts running. <laughs> uh, I, uh, um, yeah. And Pinko's just gonna chase after. <laughs> just, uh, is dick slapping with each run, just... No, that it is safely contained. <laughs> oh, yeah, because it's the pants now. It used to. <laughs> yeah, Argan is just uh, is is just slowly continuing on at a normal walking pace. Okay, what what are we running for? All right, well we'll we'll deal with Vevi and Pinecone first. So as you start getting closer to the boat, you do notice that there don't appear to be a lot of people on the boat. However, the guard presence near that boat is quite high. Oh, I thought you said that like there was no one, no one there. Well, yeah, no. I mean, like there, there are guards patrolling, but there appear to be more guards around that boat. Oh. What? When I say around that boat, I mean like in the general vicinity of. They're not like guarding anything. They're just like you know they're patrolling. They're keeping their eyes out for people, but there don't appear to be any crew on that boat. 
Can we sneak onto the boat? Would you like to roll me a stealth check? Yes. <laughs> yeah, Vevi's awesome at stealth, let me tell you. I have disadvantage. Oh my god. Oh, come on. Oh my god, I just rolled two 19s. I got, I got a dirty, dirty 20. I got two 22s at disadvantage. Okay. We're going to pause you two there for funsies, just to build up the suspense. Vargan, at this point, you've gotten, maybe we'll say, about a hundred feet from this boat. Mm-hmm. You notice that, remember the ring that you got from the friendly mimic? Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the mimic ring. Yes. You notice that that ring... Get out. No, I know exactly what you're saying. It starts to, like, tremble, almost. Oh, no. As if it's nervous. Oh, no. I'm going to look at the ring. Are you sentient? Or are, are you sentient? These two, like, cute little eyes just kind of, like, open up, like, from your ring. And they just start, like, you know, darting around as if, like, in terror, almost. Do not worry, little friend. You will be fine. I don't know what you're worried about, but you'll be fine. Do you speak? Do you, do you communicate? It just kind of, like, shakes its eyes back and forth. Alright, so you can't... So, eyes up and down means yes. Eyes left and right means no. Sound good? It Eyes up and down. Ah, good. You do understand. Perfect, perfect, perfect. So, um, are you scared? Eyes up and down. Are you scared of something that I am walking towards? Eyes up and down. Is it... Well, it wouldn't be anybody that I'm traveling with, because you've been around them this whole time. Um, is, is it the boat? So, as you say, it wouldn't be anybody that I'm traveling with. So, you know how when somebody looks like they're, like, kind of in thought, their eyes can, like, you know, go up and to the right or something like that? Mm Mm-hmm. It kind of does that and almost looks like it shrugs with its eyes, like, you know, eh. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) Yeah, because you can make facial expression shrugs. So, like, you kind of see, like, the eye kind of, like, the eh thing. But yeah, uh, your next question was, are you scared of the boat? Yes. Eyes up and down, like, rapidly. Is the boat dangerous to people like me? Or just to you? Well, I guess for people like me is the first question. It, it just kind of does a, eh. So it is dangerous for things like you? Back and forth. Why? Mm. I'm, I'm still walking towards the boat, by the way. Yeah, and it is it is increasingly, like, vibrating. Do not worry, little friend. I will not let whatever you are worried about harm you. So it is not the boat. Well, it is the boat, but it's not... Mm. Are, my f- are, are those people in danger? Pointing at the, the two friends of mine. Eyes back and forth. So are you in danger? Up and to the right. Then why are you fucking scared? What are you scared? Oh my god, this is such a pain in the ass. Um, <laughs> you know what? Nothing will harm you, I assure you, my friend. Um, you'll be fine. And uh, and I'm just gonna keep on. I'm just gonna keep on keeping on. Okay. Uh, as, as soon as you just like keep walking and kind of like put your hand down. When you start to put your hand down, you notice that the color of your ring has changed to match the color of your hand. 
Oh, look at that. You you actually would would it be better if I put you in my pocket? Um, hmm. It you feel it almost loosen a little bit. I, I'm going to need a yes or a no, my friend. <laughs> well, like are you looking at it again? Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at him again. Okay, then yeah, eyes up and down. All right, then I will I will take him on and I will put him in the the chest pocket. Okay. That way it's a little bit tight on my chest and I can feel the pressure there the whole time. I don't want to lose my buddy. Sounds good. Okay, uh, Vevi and Pinecone. So you have just arrived at the gangplank of the boat. So far, no one has noticed you. Do you wish to continue? Yes. Yes. Okay. Roll me another stealth check. Oh, no. Oh, no. You've made it past the guards onto... Like to the gangplank of this thing. So seventeen. Jesus Christ. Um, sixteen. Roll twenty. Why you fuck me like this? Yeah. Why is I'm rolling with disadvantage? Sneaky beaky. You had to beat a fifteen on both of those, and fuck you, both of you. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. You're not. Because the only person on the boat has not seen you. Nice. Is there ale? <laughs> uh, not that you can see. When you get onto the boat, you do notice that there are cannons. There are oars. There are no boxes. There are no barrels. There is absolutely nothing on board this boat. You would, you would at least assume to see some kind of gear. There is none of this. The only figure that you see is just a cloaked figure with a hood down, long gray hair, pointed ears. Uh, their back is to you. Uh, they're just looking out into the ocean. Is it an elf? It is an elf. Oh, uh, I almost forgot. It also appears like underneath their hair, you can kind of see... They appear to be wearing like some sort of like a headscarf of some sort. When I say headscarf, I mean like uh, something that would be like covering the forehead, like a headband. There you go. That's just what you can see from the back. Well, pine gun. It's gonna say out loud. Uh, excuse me. Debbie's gonna like swat it, plank, pine cone. <laughs> like shh. What? what? No, we we need to get the ale. The figure turns around, uh, and. You would both recognize this as Halson, the old elf that was wearing the blindfold that you guys met at the Friendly Mimic. Oh. Uh Oh, hey, I think I know you. Yeah, um, we kind of expected you about a day ago. Maybe two, I think. Oh, wait, are we, we're here for ale. Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to find that here. Where can we find it? The pub? No, like we need we need a lot more than yeah. that. There's like 19 pubs here. Have you ever met a sailor? Actually, uh, no. Those bastards drink like fucking. I mean, honestly, there's a couple sailors here. I swear, would drink a dwarf under the table. Sounds like my type of people. Yeah, there's a lot of them. <laughs> Actually, I've seen a couple of your people around here too, Vevi. Like on the boat, or? Well, not this boat. Um. Sometimes, from what I can gather, they're mine workers. They're just coming down on leave. Mm. I mean, I don't know if it was from your clan specifically, but I have seen a couple of Goliaths. Vevi, like, pauses and 
is almost like hesitant. Like she almost looks uncomfortable. She just like goes quiet. So we were supposed to come here anyway. Yeah, you heard about the shit that's gone missing, right? Yes. Yeah, we need some fresh eyes on it, to put it lightly. Um, and the reason you guys were brought in for this little job that the four of us have cooked up is because y'all have some unique qualities. <laughs> so maybe those unique qualities would be good for this type of thing. Is it our huge dongs? Like, I just got some pants. Will those, will, will those help? Like, mouth agape. Just like, why? Like, you, roll me a um, perception check to see if you actually hear what she says. Okay, perception. Perception. Uh, I got... I got a nat 20, my dudes. <laughs> nice. I rolled a 16. I got a heathen's natural 20. Alrighty. So you do hear under her breath, why Why were these fucking idiots picked? And then she like kind of looks, brief moment of confusion goes, hey, where the fuck is the rest of you? We are not the heroes you wanted. We are the heroes you deserve. Vevi, could you hit him for me? Vevi punches Pinecone. Oh, is this like the game back at the bar? Do, do, I punch you back now, right? <laughs> Y'all want to roll that for me? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, that's a seven. That's a six. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She just face palms and just starts walking towards you, pushes past both of you off the boat and goes, come on, idiots, we've got work to do. Oh, sorry. Actually, I have a plus five, not a plus three to my unarmed strikes. I'm proficient in unarmed strikes. Even so. Don't know why. I guarantee both of those, yeah, both of those wouldn't hit. Yeah. So yeah, she pushes past you, says, come on, idiots, we've got work to do. And at this point, Vargan has probably made his way to the gangplank. Yeah, I, Vargan just walks across without even saying a word to anybody. Yep. Just like he, like he knows he's supposed to be there. She just like, you know, points to you, points to her eyes, points to back where you guys were coming from and goes, come on, we got shit to do, people. Let's go, let's go. I'm already on the boat. Yeah, like, we're all following. Yeah, she like, she walked you guys off the boat. Oh. I'm assuming. I wanted to look through the boat. I mean, do you really want to? She's walking away without you. It is your call. Um, no, I'm just saying that out loud, too. Oh, okay. <laughs> we can look for shinies later. <sighs> Shiny. Nice. You promise? If you're a good boy, yes. <laughs> oh. Um, I have many questions, but continue. <laughs> also, uh, Vargan, I'm just going to say that you can easily see this. She has that frustrated look that your mother would give sometimes. Uh, I'm going to kind of stage whisper to her and just be like, I understand. Don't <laughs> worry, though. You get used to us. This is just a gods. I hope so. I mean, either you will or you will throw yourself off of your own boat. One of the two. Vargan, what took you so fucking long? I didn't see the point in running. Uh, We have things to do and we're trying to save time. 
yet here we are going exactly back the way I just came. So technically we didn't even have to walk this far. Now who's wasting time? Love you too, buddy. <laughs> he flips him off. Uh, Vargan will take it like that, that like cute rom-com thing. Like he's grabbing a kiss and he'll like put it in his pocket. I'm going to save that one for later. 